Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. And in three, two, and one. This week, this, 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 this week, this week, this, 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 this week. This week in Geek. This week in Geek, we covered the Oxford Dictionary, People's Choice Awards, and the Game Awards. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of This Week in Geek, where we tell you all the things that happened during the past week in geeky stuff, if the uh, if the title wasn't self-explanatory already. True. <laughs> um, sure. How you been, Kevin? How is it? So we were supposed to record last night, but we both fell asleep. Yeah. Oh, were, you, were you asleep? Because I felt I, I was like I was not okay. I wasn't feeling it, and then I w- I woke up super late, and like I, I watched the Warriors play, and they got they absolutely like dropped the ball at the last second. And I was like, I'm depressed. I'm gonna go play Pokemon, and then I played Pokemon, <laughs> and I was like, wait, hold on, <laughs> and I was like, okay, yeah, now now yeah, there's no way. Um, you know, I was, but I was also like, the Game Awards are tomorrow, so this might actually be like, you know, a blessing in disguise. So I can it actually worked cover out it. pretty well. Worked out quite well. I was not in any state to record, even though like I thought I would be, but no, it's, I, I had not been sleeping the past couple of days because I, I think I told, I think I talked about it on the pod, um, but me and my brother were supposed to keywords supposed to um, sign our lease to move into the new apartment, but. Um, I realized I do not make enough money to properly afford this apartment. Like if it was, it was going to be like to the point where pretty much all of my paycheck would be going towards this apartment. And it's like based on our most conservative estimates of how we were going to spend, like I'd have $50 left at the end of the month to put into my, my checking and like savings or well, no, put into my checking. And it's like, yes, I'm still sa- putting money into my savings account. Yes. I'm still putting money into my 401k, but like only having $50 is like a safety net was a little scary to me <laughs> considering most people say like, you should only pay 30% of your paycheck each month. Like the, the, your take home only 30% of that should go towards rent. And it's like, no, and so yeah, I just nah. been agonizing over that decision. Like, what do I do? Do I go through with it? Do I just risk it? It's only for 18 months. It's only a very short time. Um, it'll be an amazing place to live. It'll be really fun. But also it's like, will I be eating enough? And if we calculate this wrong, because like uh, our calculation was about 2000 a month. And that's how much I take home each month um, after taxes and after everything. Um, so that's like, that's 2000. Um, what the fuck was I saying? Uh, oh yeah, no. And so my mom's estimate, um, which is admittedly a little bit high, uh, but her estimate was about like three thousand two hundred. So if we go with what she said, like for for whatever reason, if we were if she's right and we're wrong, um, that's like a thousand two hundred a month times eighteen months. By the end of the eighteen months, I will have wiped out all of my uh my checking account plus i would have to dip into my savings and i was not okay with that so 
um, I have decided I'm probably going to go to grad school instead and save the money and stay home so that I can have a more stable future and just move out in a little bit later than I initially intended to. So I, I have not been sleeping because I've been agonizing over these, these decisions. God, I hate being an adult. Yeah. Adulting really sucks. And like it, it, it you really feel it financially. Uh, everything like, costs money. Yeah. Everything. Dude, sewage. Sewage and trash is like $40 a month. It's like, why? Why does it cost this much? And like taxes, dude. I didn't realize how much I pay in taxes each month. It's ugly. It's disgusting. I hate it. <laughs> it's too much. But yeah, how, how have you been after we've got sidetracked as to why we didn't record yet? <laughs> uh i'm doing okay uh let's see what what did i do um i had a i had a cast last sunday um where i did was pokemon unite cast? again oh no it was unite yeah pokemon unite and um it, it was interesting because this is like my first time uh working with this group um and it it's the official pokemon reddit so it's like oh. they have a pretty solid like you know group of people there um and they were like, hey, what's your availability for December? Could you make it for these events? And I'm like, yes. And so um, I was able to cast alongside uh, one of the biggest, I would consider one of the largest and most popular like uh, Pokemon Unite streamers. Mm -hmm. And she's like really passionate about the game, but doesn't have the casting background. And I have the casting background and I've been playing the game, but it's like, it's very different. Um, so... It, it was really fun to be able to cast like the last bit of it with her. And it, it was just honestly like a great, uh, great event overall. And so uh, lucky for me, they were able to uh, hit me up and say like, Hey, we have another event uh, coming up on Sunday, which I will remind everybody about uh, at the end of the podcast as well. But um, there is like a charity event uh, one that I'm doing then. And then there's another one later down the line, but uh, we'll get to it when when the time comes. So, how do you get um, like found by all of these groups? Is it just they see other casts and they're like, "Hey, we want him"? Yeah, it it kind of becomes that. It's it's a bit more of me shopping around, which actually takes. Mm -hmm. That's one thing that like in the casting world, it does take a little bit of like getting used to, where you actually have to be like, if somebody says like, "Hey, I'm hosting this event," you have to be like. Hi, I am a caster. Here's my reel. Like, this is what I do. Mm -hmm. And th they'll look at it and they'll be like, okay, we, we like the cadence. We like X, Y, and Z. And then they'll they either hire you or they'll be like, oh, wait, we already have somebody for this one. But would you like to come on for a later one? And so on and so forth. So it just takes a while for, for that to stack up and work. But when it does, it uh, it's honestly a, a great time once you actually start getting like gigs and people start seeking you out. So... Um, mm. It depends on how you go about it, but usually it does take uh, a couple of like getting getting blown off or like not getting a response period uh, before you could like actually start snowballing into something a little bit bigger. So, yeah, <laughs> that's that's how that's been going, which is pretty fun. Um, and yeah, uh, pretty much it's just that playing the playing Violet. Finally, I'm getting around to it. Um and I, I like the changes 
I the open worldness and the glitchiness is something that I could clearly I could overlook that, which is fine, um, mm-hmm. which I think is really funny. Uh, but overall, I think it's like a really like I think it's a fun game. I think it's is worth taking a shot at if you if you have ever played Pokemon before. Now, um, do you prefer this or Arceus? Ooh, uh, I haven't sat through the entirety of Arceus, so I wouldn't know what like the full gameplay is. I literally only played like a couple of like the the bigger missions, like the mm-hmm. the what is it, the Guardians or whatever. Um, but in this game, it literally says like, "Hey, you go to school," and then they're like, "Yeah, about school. Uh, you don't have to go to school. <laughs> it just here, <laughs> here's three paths you can do. You can do them in any order you want. Uh, go for it." And so, like, there, there's like a certain way you should go about it, which, like, I mean, a lot of people do do it in that order, uh, but then there are some where you're just like. I'm in this area. I'm going to go do this instead. So, um, yeah, I, I decided to do all the Titans first, which are like the big like story mode Pokemon. Um, and then working on the gym leaders and then like the team star trainers whenever I see them. Um, so yeah, uh, quite a bit of, uh, quite a bit of exploration. I would say it's really fun in that sense. I like, I thought at first, like, I wouldn't like the Let's Go feature, which is the one where, like, you kind of send your Pokemon out and it fights oh, yeah. automatically. But I I like it a lot more now that, like, I understand why they did it. So it makes it so that, like, if you're shiny hunting, you can you can grind, like, the 60 Pokemon that you need to KO before you start the shiny hunt um, a lot easier. Um, also, it's just, like you don't want to go through the grind of like sitting through the animation, clicking the ability, waiting for the ability to play out the whole animation and so on and so forth. It does give you half the experience when you do it, but it is really nice to like, uh, it's really nice to not have to sit through the full animation unless you're like trying to work your way through it or you're trying to like understand how, how a move works, you know? I mean, that's how I got a, a Gyarados before it even started the first mission. <laughs> I just yeah. would send up my Magikarp and let it flop around and beat up other Pokemon. Yeah, I didn't realize it, it only it gives you half experience. Yeah, it makes the grind so easy. But yeah, I uh, I, I would just send up my Magikarp and uh, it would flop around. And eventually, what, 20 levels later, I got a, a Gyarados and then I got to just mark all the kids at school. <laughs> And like the the old like thirty year old school kids. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like the school technically isn't just for children in this, right? It's just yeah, whoever just wants like, to learn about you're Pokemon. A student, yeah, just show up. So, college, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> College, if you spent most of your time doing the other outside club activities. Uh, <laughs> all right, yeah. Uh, what about you, Matt? How was your week? How's everything going? Well, I told you what most of my week was already. Just the agony of existential dread and realizing, huh, maybe I should go to grad school. So that's probably what I'm going to be doing with for the next couple years of my life is doing grad school so hooray i at least i will have this podcast to 
not worry about grad school things <laughs> at least once or twice a week. Um, I haven't really done much else besides that. Um, I'm going to Book of Mormon tomorrow. Uh, I've never seen it. I've never heard any of the songs. All I know is it's by um, Trey Parker and Matt Stone, who, if you don't know who they are, they created the American animated sitcom um, South Park, which I love. Uh, what else? did? Oh, I know that this is where they they discovered Josh Gad, I believe, the actor who plays Olaf in um, Frozen. So if you hate that little snowman, it's because of Trey Parker and Matt Stone and Book of Mormon. You can blame Whoops. them. <laughs> um, I think that's really... Oh, I'm, I'm working at a... Not working. I'm volunteering. I'm not getting paid for this one. I'm volunteering at a film fest over the weekend just with whatever hours I have extra. But yeah, that's that's literally it for me this week. I have, I have lived a very boring week of my life. Which is okay. I, I think I needed it. I, I don't think it would have been a, a good week if I was having to worry about other things. But I'll be back at it again soon enough. Stressing myself out as normal. <laughs> anyway, let's get into the news of the week. Now, Kevin, you know what the Oxford English Dictionary is, right? Yeah, I, I've seen a dictionary here and there. Right, it's a book with words, except these words tell you what the other words mean when you yeah. use the words. Um, so each year, the Oxford English Dictionary has a word of the year, and like it's it's weird that they say word of the year because it's not always a word; it's a phrase sometimes. And this year, it was a phrase. Do you do you know what the phrase of the year was, Kevin? This no, year, I have I have no idea. Give a guess, just. Out of all the 2022 slang and lingo you've heard this year, guess what the uh, the word of the year of the Oxford English Dictionary was? Um, let's see. Uh, what what is something that that the kids be saying? Uh, it do be like that. Uh, <laughs> let's see. I. I don't know. Uh, I, there hasn't been like a lyric or something that's been like sticking in my head. Or that like that has been like buzzing around that like I can I can clearly define as like the phrase of the year. Well, it was goblin mode. Goblin mode. Okay. Goblin mode. Have you heard of that? Uh, I haven't heard of goblin mode. I've heard of gremlin okay. mode. I think that it's um, kind of like the same thing. Kind of, kind of the same. We associate okay. Gremlin mode more with like diva, though, in the Overwatch yeah. world. But it, it's a uh, Umaru behavior. Yeah. yeah. According to the Oxford English Dictionary, Goblin mode is a slang term describing unapologetically self-indulgent, lazy, slovenly, or greedy behavior. Okay, so it's it's kind of like Gremlin mode. It's I know. Just, just uh. It's a, it's a type of behavior which is un- unapologetically self-indulgent, lazy, slovenly, or greedy, typically in a way that rejects social norms or expectations. Um, again, it, apparently it started appearing since 2009, um, but it, it, became, it came back this year. 
over a fictitious headline scandal involving actress and model Julia Fox, as well as a popular Reddit post describing anyone who has been acting like a goblin. Uh, a, a lot of the time um, when I've seen this described, it refers to people living in the COVID era where you just kind of like got used to living your own way and like disgustingly in your own house and you like don't want to re-enter society because you're a goblin gremlin, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But... Yeah. Um, in previous years, the Oxford English Dictionary, starting from 2013, was selfie, vape, emoji tears of joy, post-truth, youthquake, toxic, climate emergency. There wasn't a word in 2020, but 2021 was vax. Okay. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't think I like this. I don't like that this is the the word of the year. Yeah, I I don't see this being identified with like the word of the year. I would okay. I'm surprised simp isn't the word of the year. Oh, right, or something like something along those lines, right? Like was simp more of this year? Or I thought was that might have been. Like, it was more of like a last year thing, yeah. but like it carries through um i mean again this phrase goblin mode came out in 2009 so yeah like i feel like goblin mode for me like is associated with an anime hat on with um himoto umaru-chan which is like the if you do see gremlin diva in like that hoodie like little like poncho thing that's what it's referencing to um so yeah, I'm just like that that is exactly what it's like vibing with. Just sitting down, slapping controllers and eating potato chips all day, drinking cola. That's like her whole personality is is that. <laughs> so, um yeah, I'm I'm surprised. Uh goblin mode. Uh I I hope that gremlin mode falls under the same thing. I use gremlin mode a little bit more, but I do think, you know, it, it's synonymous. My, one of my supervisors has been using the phrase goblin mode quite a bit, especially because we work on Lord of the Rings. And um, did you know that orcs and goblins are the same thing in Lord of the Rings in that world? No. Yeah, apparently in in Middle Earth, goblin is the, the human term where orc is the elvish term. But they're the same thing. Are they the same in D and D too? Is that? I haven't played oh, enough. I'll, I'll look it up. I'll look it up. <laughs> I'm not sure about that. I haven't played. I've only played a couple of D and D games ever in my life. Which yeah, I enjoyed I, them. It's just it's hard to maintain like a session. Yeah, I, I'm slowly like getting into it. Like we had a small. Uh, I think it was like two weeks ago where we did a. Uh, we did a session which was like catered to newbies so like i could ask dumb questions and like not get flamed or ask the right questions and like figure out what i can do with it um okay the answer is kind of for for the the goblins and orc Mm. thing um apparently like it it is kind of the same thing, but like Goblin is like the, I guess the race quote. <laughs> so like you can read 
like certain languages that are goblin ish. I'm confused. Uh, some somebody else can come in and super super like justify this, but from what I understand, it's like it's kind of the same ish thing. Um, but yeah, uh, for for that, that that that's it. Yeah, it's just it, it's cool to play. I'm still trying to get used to like learning what my character can do, but. The DM said I asked very D and D questions, so I think I should be in the right, right like headspace and right push, you know. Mm-hmm. So another thing that's been like popping up fairly recently, um, well, I, I don't even say that. I wouldn't even say Goblin Mode is fairly recently, just because I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. But um, have you been seeing people just posting all of these AI photos of themselves, Kevin? Yes, AI everybody things. and their mom have, has been doing AI art. The app in question is called Lenza. And what it does, for those of you who haven't seen it or are unfamiliar with it, is if you upload between 10 and 20 images of yourself, like selfies, um, photos of your face, whatever, uh, this AI program will generate some AI... Well, I just said generate, but it'll create some images of you in like different styles or like wearing different kind of outfits some of them like kind of sci-fi some of them are like medieval uh, renaissance portrait looking things um and it, it's going around absolutely everywhere i think you get about 50 selfies generated by lenza uh it's pretty much if you go on any single social media platform and you see kind of what looks like maybe a painted profile picture that someone put up of themselves it's most likely through if not lens a very similar platform or not platform program is the word i was looking for um but some the reason why i didn't i haven't done this is because just knowing how the internet is and knowing how if a software is free or a program is free or an app is free generally the way that they compensate for that is that by using their your Using their services, you are agreeing that they can sell or use your data. And in this case, the data that you're providing them is photos of yourself. So what people are pointing out is that um, if you use this app, and again, if you have to uh, agree to the terms and conditions generally to use apps or programs like this, um, you are allowing Lens AI to let's see if I can find the actual words. You're allowing them to upload, edit, create, store, and share content, including photos and videos. They're not going to claim user. Oh, yeah, words. They do not claim ownership of your user content. However, in order to provide you with the services, e.g., to make our services available to you, we seek legal permission from you to use your user content. And so. They are allowed to have perpetual, irrevocable, non-exclusive, royalty-free, worldwide, fully paid, transferable, sub-licensable license to use, reproduce, modify, distribute, create derivative works of your user content without any additional compensation to you and always subject to your additional explicit consent for use where required by applicable law and stated in our privacy policy. So pretty much whatever photos you upload, they are theirs to use for as long as you are using this app. 
Um, it does later go on to say that if you um, the, the 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 company license terminates when you delete the user content from Lens's library or by terminating your account. So it's not like I guess it'll be there forever. But as long as you have a Lens account or you have your content in their library, they can use it, which is kind of scary. Because like you could just like be walking down the street one day and you like see a photo of yourself that either didn't exist ever or has been something that you just kind of uploaded to this platform. I don't like it. I don't like that. It makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah, so a lot of people are going to realize the Simu Liu effect and uh, that we're using <laughs> a lot of stock photos for no reason. <laughs> we tried to... Um, I think I think my one of my friends did, but he um he uploaded a bunch of his like the the his drawings that he created, and even though it wasn't exact, the program got his art style fairly close. So it's like again, like at some point, what is the point of human beings if if our our AI programs can just like very similarly imitate what we do? Yeah, I I don't see why people would be giving the robots your information. They're gonna they're gonna figure out how to how to use it better. I mean, than we, us. we do it every day though. Like every single time, like you click into a website or or anything, you're you're technically kind of giving your information away. It's like with every single um yeah every single account you create, every single profile. Like I said, with a lot of these social media sites or, or other websites, the way that they are allowed to remain free. And I, I learned about this. I can't remember. I, oh, I remember where I learned about. I learned about this through work when we, they were talking about like web two and web three, the way that the internet works now is back when like social media was first coming out. There was the decision to be made. Do we charge subscription models for these websites like Facebook Instagram, Twitter, etc. Or do we make them free and just profit by selling user data? And they went for the sell user data kind of way to make the the platforms, I guess, more accessible and more inviting and to get more users rather than charging people up front. It's free for you to use, except now all these companies are going to be buying your information. That's how this all worked. So this is similar, except now it's just your images, which I guess they could have sold. I guess Facebook and whatever Instagram could be selling them anyway. But this is a, just a more explicit. Here are the I, here are my images. These are what you can use because I'm uploading them to the website. Yeah, feels very uh very Skynet. <laughs> Soon. I don't like that. <laughs> um, but one thing I do like is that Elon Musk is no longer the world's richest person. As of Wednesday, according to Forbes billionaire rankings, he lost $3.4 of his net worth overnight as uh, the company's stock plummeted. So, so far this year, according to Daily Beast, he's lost more than $100, $100 billion just to Tesla's stock dropping that sounds scary 
The man had $100 billion to lose just from Tesla. That's not counting the $44 billion he made in the purchase of Twitter. And then we'll see if he makes any money off of that either. So So these previous losses didn't affect his title as wealthiest billionaire. It was only after he lost the $3.4 billion that pushed him underneath it. So instead of Elon Musk, now it's um, Bernard Arnault and his family, So who is the CEO of the company LVMH, which is uh, Louis Vuitton and Moen Chandon. So that's who's now the richest dude in the world. So suck it, Elon. You're ruining, you ruined Twitter. I miss the days when Elon was just the dude who like ran the electric car company. I think those were simpler times. Yeah. And then he would, he came out with, oh, hey guys, I made a, I made a flamethrower you can buy. Or, hey guys, I'm going to go to space now. Yeah. What happened to those times? What happened to those days? Elon, go back. I miss the old Elon. (laughs) I miss the old Elon. I miss the old Kanye. I miss just a lot of the old shit before everyone was just absolutely (laughs) crazy. Anyway, um, moving on to one of the two award shows that we're going to talk about tonight. Um, the people's choice awards. Um, I don't know why, but the movie of 2022 was Dr. Strange in the multiverse of madness. Wait, hold on. That's a, wait, that's a people's choice award. That's the people's choice award. Y'all I don't chose understand. this. So here were the other options: Bullet Train, which I haven't seen, but I know it's on Netflix, so I'm planning on watching it this weekend. Oh, I gotta see Elvis, it. Jurassic World Dominion, which I heard was okay. terrible. Nope, which I heard was good, but I haven't seen the Batman, which I thought was fantastic. I thought the Batman was amazing. Thor: Love and Thunder, which I thought was okay. I didn't okay. hate it as as much as I as people were saying. I would hate it i enjoyed it for what it was and top gun maverick which i haven't seen but i heard is amazing yeah okay well like and doctor strange in the multiverse of madness won when it wasn't honest like it was enjoyable i liked it but it wasn't even the best multiverse movie of 2022 yeah that was everything everywhere all at once that was yeah that was a good that, that explored the concept of multiverse so well that that needed to be, you know, as an option, minimum. Uh, no, not even a recognition. It was yeah. Doctor Strange. I don't know how. You got the wrong movie. In in some other parallel universe, you know, uh, everything, everywhere, all at once won, won the award. That's a good way to think about it. This is yeah. just the wrong universe. Yeah, we just got the, we just got dealt the wrong universe. That's why we're not making as much money as we could, Kevin. Is because we're in the wrong yeah. goddamn universe. Clearly, in the right universe where everything, everywhere, all at once won that, um, we're we're making more money than Elon Musk. Yeah. 
John, I'm just going to run through these quick too. The other winners, the comedy movie of 2022 was the Adam project, which I believe is on Netflix. I haven't seen yet. Um, action movie of 2022 was top gun Maverick, which I haven't, again, I haven't seen that one, but based on everybody's absolute rave reviews makes a lot of sense. Uh, drama movie of 2022 was don't worry, darling, which that's concerning because I heard that one sucked. Okay, was it the drama in the movie, or is it the drama like literally everything else that went with the movie? It's <laughs> probably that. It's probably the fact that we all thought that uh, Harry Styles spat on Chris Pine. <laughs> yeah. Um, male movie star of 2022 was Chris Hemsworth for Thor: Love and Thunder. Um, he he beat out some pretty big names. He beat out Tom Cruise. He beat out Ryan Reynolds. Beat out Miles Teller, which I hate Miles Teller. So that's a good one. He beat out Dwayne Johnson. He beat out Daniel Kaluuya. And he beat out he beat out Chris Pratt, which is again, fine by me. And he beat out Brad Pitt. So so Thor did a good job here. Um female movie star was Elizabeth Olsen for Doctor Strange, beating out Gal Gadot, Jennifer Gardner, Jennifer Lopez, Joey King, Kiki Palmer, Queen Latifah, and Viola Davis. Um drama movie star of 2022 was austin butler for elvis and have you seen elvis i haven't i thought that the movie overall was bloated and overly long but i think that austin butler did an amazing performance i think he did really well um the comedy movie star of 2022 was adam sandler elizabeth olsen won for action movie star of 2022 um, and TV show of 2022 was Stranger Things. Okay. Compared okay. to This Is Us, Saturday Night Live, Obi-Wan Kenobi, House of the Dragon, Grey's Anatomy, Better Call Saul, and Abbott Elementary. Interesting how it beat out Better Call Saul or uh, what was the other one that I was thinking? Like House of the Dragon? Yeah. Like, you, you would think that... Uh that 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 would that would help i think maybe that stranger things was on netflix and had the bigger impact and also was a more family-friendly show i think Mm. maybe that helped it okay drama show of 2022 was Grey's anatomy comedy show of 2022 was never have i ever which i've never even heard of that never have i heard ever heard of the show watch that like i've watched it i've watched parts of it but it it's like a what is it it's a it's an indian kid uh like learning to get through like high school so hmm. it's like high school okay. comedy but it, it, it's it's pretty i would say it, it's it's funny if you like that kind of like like that kind of genre i'm not a fan of it but my parents are so they just they watch a lot of it so Reality show of 2022 was The Kardashians. Ugh. Oh, okay. <laughs> Competition show of 2022 was The Voice. Male TV star was Noah Schnapp from Stranger Things. Do you, do you think uh, Doja Cat had anything to do with that? <laughs> oh, God. It could. You never know. It, it re- yeah, I mean, again, with Don't Worry Darling winning, maybe people are just voting for the drama. It's true. 
maybe they just like the the tea being spilled about these people's lives and the shit that they're doing. Maybe that's helping them. Uh, Ellen Pompeo won Female TV Star of 2022 for Grey's Anatomy. Drama Star of 2022 was Mariska Hargitay for Law and Order, Special Victims Unit. Comedy Star was Selena Gomez for Only Murders in the Building, which I need to finish. It was good. From what I've seen, I've seen the first half of season one, and it was good. Um, and the rest of this is just kind of boring, so I'm not going to go through with it. Although, binge-worthy show of 2022 was Dahmer, the Jeffrey Dahmer story. Hmm. Um, I feel like that's an interesting one as well. The social star of the year going to Mr. Beast. I mean, I feel like there are a lot of social media like personalities and it would be mm-hmm. tough to like what Mr. Beast always gets the numbers because he does things like that are ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I would wonder who else was like in the running for this category. Addison Ray, Bella Porch, Brent Rivera, Charlie D'Amelio, Jay Shetty, Kabi Lame. How do you pronounce his name? Lame? Kabi Lame. Kabi yeah. Lame. Uh, Michaela Jane Naguera. I don't know who that is. Mr. Beast, obviously, one, and Noah Beck. Hmm. Okay, so no Ludwig. One, two, three, four. I only know six of these folks. Yeah, like, I, I would think that, like, like I, I understand why they went with, like, such a category but i'm really interested in like wondering how how they decided on on these you know i don't know is this a yeah, voting like, one is this, do people actually like did they just who, ask, the did they have a for this yeah exactly like what did they did they just have a pool of people and they were just like all right well whoever Whoever gets the most votes, like, gets up here, and then it's like, okay, whoever gets the most votes, period, wins it. Which people are voting for these things, and why? Yeah, like, who who are the peoples? <laughs> <laughs> it's the People's <laughs> Choice Awards, but I don't agree with these people. Uh, I I get the I get the like YouTube stars, the I guess the the TikTok stars, right? But yeah, it, I'm surprised. Like, no Mark Rober, no, uh, like no Ludwig. Ludwig would have definitely been on here. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you would also, I guess, if you if you really wanted to go with like, that's more of an organization. But like, offline TV would have been a good one, um, because they always do like great stuff. But I I don't I don't know what's what's up here. So we'll we'll see how it goes. Anyway, let's get into some of the gaming stuff. So, um, as many of you know, uh, Anya Taylor-Joy has been cast to play Peach in the Mario movie. And because I have a need to see everything she is in, I will be going to see this movie not for Crisp Rat, but because she and all the other cast in this seem pretty great. Um, But according to her, she's like, before being cast as Peach, she was not really a gamer. She didn't play games at all. Um, but now she's like very into gaming. She says, 
So now I'm a gamer and it's really fun. Ideally, I like playing at arcades because again, it's like cinema. I love the ceremony. I'll go with a bunch of a whole bunch of friends and we'll just spend hours at the arcade. Um, according to her also, who she's playing Furiosa in the spinoff movie Furiosa, and she didn't learn to drive until she was part of that movie. So she's being very productive with her uh with her her career. Yay, um, driving to arcades. <laughs> she combined both of those things. Um, but also I know a lot of people are kind of upset that for I don't know why they're upset, but they're upset that at least in the version in the movie, Peach is kind of a badass. I don't know why. Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't. I don't know why you would why you would be mad at that. Unless they're like, oh well, it leaves no space for Daisy. But like, Daisy could be badass in her own way too. There's... Yeah, I mean, th- you could have multiple badass women all at once. Oh, which reminds me. Oh, this is a new story that came today, and some people are pretty mad at. Um, speaking of like strong badass women, uh, Jennifer Lawrence just got in, not necessarily in trouble, but a lot of fans are unhappy because she said that her casting in Hunger Games was groundbreaking because there had never been like a woman led action movie before that, before her. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it popularized it. I would with... say, I mean, maybe for like the young adult genre. Yes. But at least for other things, absolutely not. I mean, I mean, Kill Bill's been out, been out for a while, too. I, I was going to say, so forth, Kill like... Bill, um, Alien. How do you forget yeah. Ellen Ripley? How do you yeah. forget like pretty much any like any of like the, the final girl slasher movies that have that have come out since the yeah. 80s? Like Jamie Lee Curtis is still very much alive and they just wrapped the, the final Michael Myers film, the the final Halloween Halloween ends is what it's called. They just wrapped that. Like, how do you, how do you claim that you're the only person to do it when people have been doing it for forever? For, for a, a long time. I feel like she definitely like, I, I wouldn't say brought it for this generation, that might be the right term, but like it's been around. It's not like she created something brand new. Like it, it's definitely been around. Yeah. Um, another gaming topic that is also kind of related to, um, women also is, so I think this is in Brazil that this happened. Oh no. Argentina, not Brazil. Um, so there's a group in Argentina called Women in Games, and they they did a study where they took a bunch of professional male Valorant players, right? And they gave them voice modulators that made them sound like they were girls. They were like they were women. And I'm not really sure how they were measuring or or what really they even expected. Um, but again, these these are Pro Valorant players, probably some of the best in the game in Argentina. And while they were playing, they were, these male players were shocked at the severity of the verbal abuse, death threats, and frustrations purely based on their perceived gender. Which, I mean, I think that's like, you talk to any girl gamer who uses voice chat or has a, a, a username that is 
that you can assume belongs to a feminine player. And like you don't you don't need to do research to know this that people are misogynistic and will instantly discount your prowess, skill or knowledge of a game just because you're a girl, which is extraordinarily frustrating in this year 2022 of our lord and savior cthulhu yeah um all that (laughs) um but like in in for realness like even i've gotten like misogynistic calls because i usually don't use voice chat when i'm like in certain games yeah and they'll be like oh kanashi it must be like you know whatever girl's name whatever (laughs) and like i've gotten i've gotten my fair share of like what are you doing here like and I'm like, bro, stop. <laughs> like, one, what, what's up? Like, don't, don't do that. <laughs> uh, but it, it, it sucks. Like, if we, all, all you have to, like, think about is, like, let, like, we're all here to enjoy a game, right? Like, let's just, yeah, let's just do that. And, like, we, we've talked about, how mentality has a lot to do with your performance in gaming. And if like, if you're mentally boomed, your gameplay is going to show it. So according to this study, um, after they, they, the streamers had their games played, they calculated their kill to death ratios before and after they had the voice mods on and they were significantly worse after they were using the the female voice mod because they were being targeted by teammates and enemies alike. Yeah, and that's like that's something that like us as a gaming community need to fix. Like it it's definitely more prevalent in like online and multiplayer games, but like if you hear that stuff, you you gotta like you gotta speak up sometimes. Like especially if it gets out of hand, like. You, you just have to shut it down while you can because we, we don't yeah. need that. Like, please, if you hear it, if, if you hear something, say something. Um, I, this, I don't remember when this happened. I think it was relatively recently. Within like the past few months, I was playing with some of the Zomniks and two of our, our players brought in, I think, one of their friends and he was just very, very drunk and he was just spewing all this misogynistic shit. And I, I called him out on it. And afterwards, my friend, I think it was Kitty, she was like, we're sorry about that. Like, he's he's normally not like that. He's normally an okay guy. He's just very drunk. And I'm like, I don't care if you think he's normally uh, an okay guy. Drunk minds speak sober tongues. So if he's saying this now that he's drunk, he uh, he probably holds a lot of these beliefs. And he's probably, like, thinking a lot of these things. He just won't say them when he's sober because he knows he shouldn't because it's not socially acceptable to say these things. But like when he's drunk, his inhibitions are lower. So he'll just say whatever he thinks. So it's uh, it's frustrating how men still treat women to this day. I don't get it. What what benefit does that give you? How does it make you feel better about yourself? And then now to Overwatch things, because 
we have to we have to talk about Overwatch when it comes up. Um, I'm also sad to learn that Dante is no longer playing on the Houston Outlaws, so I have no reason to watch the Houston Outlaws disappoint me ever again. Back um, to the shock, boys. <laughs> is that where he went? Or is no that that would be cool. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, but anyway, so we have now started a brand new season in Overwatch. It is season two of this new battle pass. Um, Ramatra was released this season. The Shambali Monastery map was released, and um, I think one of my problems with how they're running the competitive scene, though, is like while you can't play Ramatra in competitive right now, they still have the new map in competitive, and it's like I I had just started playing yesterday, and I think our second map on comp was Shambali Monastery, and I had no idea where anything is, um, and so we lost that map pretty badly because I'm like, where, how do I get to the objective? There's, there's no blue line to tell me where to go in this map, which really pissed me off because I didn't know the, the all the other maps have a blue line to tell you where to go. Um, but this one didn't, I think that they need to like, they lock the hero away for a couple weeks, lock the new map away for a couple weeks. So to give people, an opportunity to know what the hell is going on. Did they make it a separate thing that you could like queue into where it's only like no map only? I don't think so. I mean, oh. we, I, I wasn't in charge of the, uh, I was not in charge of, of the, the group selection or, or decision. Like my friend yeah. Andy's just like, Hey, you want to play comp? And I'm like, let's play comp. So we played comp. And again, our second match, which we were not prepared for was in Shambali monastery, which was not okay don't like this i think that was a flub on blizzard's part to not lock that away i get that like people want to play it okay put it in quick play or put it in like you mentioned put in a special mode where you're just playing on shambali yeah that that would be fine just like yeah you could make it a quick match mode or whatever but at least give players time to like learn the map right um Aside from that, they they have teased this new Battle for Olympus mode, which is not coming out until um, January 5th and will last until January 19th. Don't know what this really um, entails, but according to the Blizzard website, these the heroes and several others will be... Not these here. Um, where is it? So the heroes will be imbued with awesome godlike powers in the new battle for olympus mode so whatever that means it's going to be they'll have some gimmicky effects onto them i'm interested to see if it's any good because if not then people are still are, are even more going to abandon this game if it's not worthwhile if it feels like just a haphazardly thrown together game mode when we have desperately wanted new content and new game modes for a long time then the more people are going to think that Overwatch is just gone by the wayside ever since Overwatch 2 came out and that it was a waste of time and money to even do Overwatch 2. Yeah, and I hope that this is good enough to make us forget for another couple months about PvE. <laughs> just release the PvE already, or like at least give us like a sample. Give, give, us, a, that, give us that. Give us the real Rio map. De Janeiro map. Come on. Give us the Rio map. We know what exists. We know it's functional. You put it on the demo. 
You put it in BlizzCon. Come on. It's been years. You've had more than enough time to like release it as a teaser. Just so we know what you're working on. We know that if it's if it's worth our time or not. Come on, guys. You can do it. I have faith. Not really, but rip. <laughs> <sighs> Kevin, tell us about the Game Awards. Yeah, let's talk about a different award show. Um, okay, so uh, the Game Awards uh, were today at five o'clock. Um, the most thing, the the thing that most people really signed in for was that Steam uh, was doing a Steam Deck giveaway. Um, mm-hmm. Every minute of the Steam Award, uh, every minute of the Game Awards, Steam was giving away one Steam Deck. Um, so a lot of people signed up for that, sat and watched the chat, and I was like, "Thank you, um, very good." Mostly bots, though. We saw a lot of like random numbers go through. We don't know if those are actual people or if they're once again bots. Uh, we'll we'll see how it shakes out uh, closer to the end of it. Um, what else was there? Uh, new announcements. There's a lot of them that came during the Game Awards, and that's something that the Game Awards is also known for, besides giving out uh, the awards themselves. So. Lots of really cool announcements for new games. So, um, Hades 2. There's going to be a second Hades uh, on the way. Um, we Do we know if Avalon's involved? We don't know anything else about it besides the trailer. <sighs> um, but it is like Zagreus's sister, I believe, is what they're oh. following. And they want to they wanna fight uh, Kronos, the god of time. So, that is going to be the main antagonist um, that we got from it. There is hints, Fun. like in it that it could possibly be multiplayer as well um so that might be an interesting take for hades um that is something cool um star wars jedi survivor is another one that follows um that soulsborne style um the only game i've ever beaten was star wars because it's an easy one yeah star wars fallen order right yeah and so it was meant to be easier than like the traditional souls game yeah and they're giving us another one of those. So if you really liked uh, Fallen Order, uh, Jedi Survivor is going to be the one that follows that up. Um, we're getting a Hellboy game. Um, <gasps> yes. It, it's got a very um, telltale vibe to it. I don't know who's behind it, but it we do have a Hellboy game and it's confirmed. Um, Suicide Squad Killed the Justice League is really... The, the trailer itself was really interesting. Um they said that this is going to be the last performance by Kevin Conroy. So he has done all the voice acting for it. Um, But this is going to be the last game that he is in. Um, I'm not ready to watch the trailer because it's going to make me emotional. We don't, we didn't hear anything about it. The only thing that we saw at the end was like a thank you, Kevin thing at the end. And I was like, Oh, okay. So that's enough to make me emotional. (laughs) Yeah. So I was like, that that's plenty. Uh, but they showed off that. Uh, it looks pretty fun as well. Um, the next one is another Cyberpunk 2077, uh, Phantom Liberty. This one's going to have Idris Elba in it. Uh, if you were, if, if you didn't like Keanu Reeves, uh, it, that you you can't. Um, but Phantom Liberty is going to have Idris Elba. So that's going to be the, I think that's the celebrity cameo. We don't know if there's going to be more. We'll see. Um, and then last but not least, uh, Kojima came up, uh, Hideo Kojima came up, talked about that stranding too. So, 
uh, more Norman Reedus and the, no longer the fetus. It is grown up now. So I haven't um, even beaten the first one. Yeah, I if you like the first one, I have it, but I never opened it. I never <laughs> loaded it in. Yeah, if if you like delivering Amazon packages, I would say that's the that's the game to go. Um, but yeah, Death Stranding Two um, is on the way. We a, a lot of people are looking forward to it, and we will see how uh, how it plays out. Um, definitely check out the trailers; they are going to be online. Um, there's also another, you know, uh, Super Mario trailer. Uh, Keegan Michael Key came out and did the uh, did the announcement and kind of the hype leading towards it, but. Um, it is going to be uh, interesting to see. Um, but yeah, uh, just a quick breeze over it. If you just want the uh, the, the basics of basics. Um, a lot of the awards went towards uh, God of War Ragnarok for a good for a good reason. There, there was just a lot of like support for it um, in all the categories. Um, but though the game that took home game of the year uh surprisingly did not go to thor or not go to thor ragnarok that's a that's a movie <laughs> uh god of war uh ragnarok was elden ring um elden ring actually won game of the year and everybody was making the meme of isn't isn't elden ring and Soulsborne games literally losing and losing and losing until you finally get a dub and they're like yes exactly so that's that's what happened uh for for elden ring uh, a lot of people were like, "Oh, should have won this category. Should have won this category." Not one game of the year, so it it is all good. Um, but yeah, there's once again tons of categories, tons of things to look out for. Um, they did a lot of them like half an hour before the show started, just kind of like you know, uh, like breezing through it. So that was pretty interesting. Um, so I would I would highly recommend if if you guys are interested in this kind of thing or if you guys just want to take advantage of the sales on Steam, uh, go and look at all the categories and who won. A lot of the games are doing uh like smaller rewards I would say not rewards but like um they're giving discounts and stuff so that you guys can actually get your hands on the games. Um, really cool. Um, personal favorite if we if we have to take something away from it. Um, the trailer for Party Animals. Um, I <laughs> I've had this game in my wish list for a while, but um, Party Animals is going to be like uh, Gang Beasts. Uh, if you guys have ever played like a like a Jelly Physics, uh, like throw your opponent off of a base kind of game, um, that's what this is. But the the trailer was super unprofessional, but it's super funny. <laughs> Okay. Um, I, I loved it. So definitely take a peek at it if you do get the option to do so. So, um, yeah, Party Animals trailer. Go go watch it uh, af- after this. Um, cool. Uh, let, let's switch hats real quick. Let's talk about uh, the the weeb stuff, the 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 anime and uh, and manga stuff. The weeby jeebies. So let's go into it. Um, Anime wise, it it was correct that uh, Stone Ocean did come out on December first. I took my time, uh, and I I made sure to space it out over the couple of hours by sitting down all day and watching it in one go. Um, yeah, I I watched it all. Uh, it was it was great. Um, if you have ever watched the entirety of JoJo's, which you should from beginning to end. Um, 
the way how this ends is like the best way to end any series. So I I loved it. I love the whole story of it. I'm glad that it came out this way. I understand why a lot of people were saying Disney stuff um, originally and why they were afraid that it was going to go to Disney Plus, but it didn't. Um, it, uh, yeah, just overall great series. That's what JoJo's is at the end of the day. Um, excited to see if they do part seven. I hope that they do. I know that they have the money to do it, um, but it's just a matter of, uh, I guess, putting it all together and doing horses. So uh, that's going to that's gonna be the next part. Steel Ball Run, we have no idea when it's coming, but we know that it can arrive whenever. Um, so, yeah. Uh, if, you, if you're a fan of JoJo's, watch Stone Ocean. You probably already did. Um, but it definitely, definitely a good one. Um, if you are into Jojo's bizarre adventure. Uh, the, the other thing that I want to bring up, uh, anime manga wise that I probably, I don't think actually, yeah, it was this week. Um, was it this week when, when Japan advanced into the elimination rounds, they got KO'd again. Um, but, um, everybody was making the blue lock joke teams that like were supposed to go through, right. That were considered shoo-ins. Yeah, and they like they won they won their group stage and had to like go up and then it got it got crazy. Um let me let me double check when that happened because I know that I okay, it's uh that was the third. Yes, okay. So it was within the last weekish. Um but a lot of people were saying like Blue Lock is real. Um if you guys don't know, Blue Lock is a show that is out on uh it's on Crunchyroll right now, um, but the manga and the anime um, are adaptations of it. It's a soccer sports anime that spins the whole teamwork thing into no longer teamwork thing. Um, <laughs> how, how do I describe it? Essentially, they bring together the top 300 strikers in soccer or football, um, and they said like, yeah, only a couple, only a handful of you guys can survive and make it to become the representative for Japan. Um, everyone else who fails this program cannot represent Japan nationally. And they're like, okay. Um, so it becomes a whole thing of don't rely on your teammates. You're the one who does it. You're the, you're the MVP. Uh, screw them. That's the whole that's the whole game. Uh, so yeah, uh, that was that's fun. Um, and if you if you do enjoy intense sports anime, I would highly recommend Blue Lock. Either reading it, reading it gives you the unfiltered version versus the. Uh, I would say when you watch the the show, it is you know made for a broader audience, so they can't swear as much. But if you do want the intensity, highly recommend the manga. So yeah, Blue Lock. It's about soccer. Um, cool. Uh, moving on into my manga of the week, um, I'm pretty sure I haven't mentioned this one yet, but um, I just finished reading Witch Hat Atelier 10. Um, it is honestly one of my favorite series that I love to read. Um, it is done by Kamome Shirahama. Kamome Shirahama, um, very, very great, um, like high detail in her, in her work. Um they do uh, the series called Witch Hat Atelier, which I personally love. Um, it is about a girl named Coco who has to, who has always been uh, 
what is it obsessed with magic um and in this world magic does exist and it is said that only the people who are born with magic abilities can use it um but by her curiosity she realizes that that is not the case um and then she tries to recreate magic herself only to have an adverse effect um that ends up harming one of her family members and uh now that she understands how it works she has to she's taken in by a specific wizard who then teaches her the ways of magic and how it is uh how it's supposed to be done through all the training and whatnot um honestly like at first i was just looking at it because honestly the paneling the way how she uses paneling and like boxes and everything is kind of crazy where like characters will start leaning on their own text boxes or wrap around their own text boxes or go outside of text boxes or have an entire page that's just a board game that's an option um she she's just very creative with the way how the formatting works in that series and the art is amazing it does take her like a long time to come out with another book um Mm -hmm. but because the art is such like it it is ridiculously like high detail i i give it a pass because of that like if it, if it takes you six months to create like a masterwork um for of a manga and to keep it going i would just take whatever time you need like honestly it's it's great so uh which at atelier if you ever do want to check out cool ways to like panel or tell do storytelling i would highly recommend uh reading it and looking into it so Mm -hmm. um very very good series overall uh very very fun and it teaches you uh about how to how to adapt a skill uh which is which is pretty fun um but yeah that's gonna wrap it up for witch hat atelier and the manga of the week uh let's go into manga releases um for this week uh meaning last week and the i guess the the other week before (laughs) <laughs> okay so what came out this week was kaguya sama volume 24 uh one piece 101 and quintuplets box set number two um if you guys are interested in all of that uh check your local bookstore or check right stuff anime or uh whichever whatever works for you um this week this upcoming week the 13th is one of the bigger ones that i have circled on my calendar because it is kind of a big and crazy day um Two of them are series that I have mentioned before in my, you know, manga of the week series. Um, and the rest of it is just kind of, kind of big, bigger titles. So, um, let's start out with the biggest, um, attack on Titan omnibus. Number eight is, is being released. Uh, K on the complete omnibus. In other words, has all of the manga put together. Um, that is going to be another one to definitely look out for um sakamoto days five which is a continuation of uh one of the more popular series by shonen jump um and then the two that i have mentioned before in my manga of the week um kowloon 2 um which talks about um a generic romance that that happens in uh, a city that is built upwards um and last but not least go go loser ranger 2 is also coming out um i know that it feels like we just talked about these series um because honestly a lot of their books did come out in september and october 
Um, but being able to just go back to them and uh, finally have book two to kind of catch us up is really important. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, overall, next week is a big day. If you guys are looking forward to getting those mangas, um, get out to your local bookstore. Check Barnes & Nobles as well. They tend to stock it a little earlier. So uh, if you are looking for a specific book, highly check your local uh local bookstore first and then if you need to look for a specialized shop uh we could we could find one for you so yeah that is going to wrap it up for the manga of the week uh and things to look out for so uh this week is a little crazy but next week is also kind of ridiculous so we're going to go into that one when we finally get uh those books in as well so we will keep you updated on when uh the next wave of books uh happens to be released um speaking of things that are coming up we will be talking about uh an an event that i am going to be casting this sunday um it is called the seasonal shield with unite battle hub um if you guys are interested in hearing me cast uh a game uh i will be doing a charity pokemon unite tournament on sunday um it will be starting at 10 a.m pst um or 1 p.m est um so if if you guys need a calculator it uh definitely definitely do so (laughs) um we we have that and it's gonna go towards a uh charity called special effect um which allows uh physically disabled people with gives them the money for adaptive technology uh, for communication and leisure in other words nice. like building cool custom controllers so that everyone can play the game and have fun with uh gaming and uh entertainment so that is something that i'm going to be doing this sunday so if you if you do want to hear me uh go into it um definitely uh feel free to check it out it will be going to a good cause and i probably will have like the later games because i think that we're having two shifts where we have one group that takes the earlier games and then later games uh, as we go on into the rest of the day. But um, yeah, that that is going to be it. Eight invited teams. There's going to be a lot of content creators um, and we're all just kind of going all together for some uh, for some good games. So definitely keep that in mind uh, as we uh, as we get into it. So now it comes to the point where I ask you for your uh, your Kevinly wisdom of the week. Uh yeah. Um, do cardio. Uh, <laughs> I okay. I I failed to mention this at the top of the broadcast, but I did Zumba on Thursday, um, for like the second time in my life. Uh, mm-hmm. the first time was like a beginner's course, and like essentially at my work there there's a person who used to do zumba uh what used to be a zumba instructor so she had like routines and stuff and she's like okay for the first one we're gonna do like a half hour uh like beginners uh zumba routine and i'm like okay cool and then i was like out of breath <laughs> like immediately <laughs> after that and Zumba's then no joke th- dude it is no joke like it it goes hard it's constant movement and i realize that all my rhythm is in my upper body um so you hurt big l for me um 
but yeah on on the other one that we did on thursday she's like okay guys well the first one was you know kind of a beginner class we're gonna be doing an intermediate 45 minute one and i'm like as long as you give us water breaks we're fine and she's like okay it's all like she's like okay we're doing the warm-up the warm-up was like 15 minutes i'm like bro (laughs) it's like no water and then like afterwards she's like okay everybody get water and then she like cues up the next song in like a minute she's like okay who's ready and i'm like what (laughs) i'm still trying to catch my breath bro (laughs) but yeah um in other words uh do uh, do cardio don't don't be a nerd like me and be sweaty after the first warm-up um i did get a cool shirt though so yeah that'll, that'll be that'll be cool Okay, everybody, we'll make sure you do your cardio and just keep a healthy lifestyle. I know it's hard sometimes for us gamers to actually, like, do that because we could be playing games instead. But, um, yeah, thanks for tuning in with us, and we will catch you next week with all of our our lovely geeky news. And, yeah, stay safe, guys. Adios. Next week, we bring you the latest news and stories from around the internet. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to us and rate us five stars on all your favorite podcast platforms. You can also follow us on all social media at TwigPod, that's T-W-I-G-P-O-D. And feel free to send us any questions, comments, or any suggestions of topics you'd like us to cover. If you'd like to advertise with our show, please contact our network at Believe.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week in Geek. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.